these hospital administrators need to be confronted and they need to be told in no uncertain terms, in our community, you will no longer kill any more of our citizens. You will be held accountable for every past and current and future death. In every community, it needs to get to that. And then of course, uh, these hospitals need to be litigated out of existence for what for the crimes they've already committed. I was going to say, those who survive the coming uh, tribulations, if you will, are going to look back on these years and they're going to be able to tell their, their kids, grandkids, well, I fought the good fight and I didn't succumb to the mind control. I am really excited to share with you my new association with ControlYourHealth.Care. I have been literally searching for a solution like this for at least two decades. Did you know that over 900 plus diseases are simply due to nutrition? That problems such as heartburn, insomnia, asthma, infertility, dementia, Alzheimer's, thyroid disease, and so many more can be solved if you just correct your mineral or vitamin deficiencies? ControlYourHealth.Care has answers for you for these ailments and so many more that is based on decades of research, including over 26,000 autopsies, 10 million blood chemistries by over 15,000 holistic doctors and scientists. You will see how the right, highly absorbable nutrients that your body is craving will make a huge difference in how you feel. Go to ControlYourHealth.Care and enjoy 10% off through the end of November. Start now on a journey towards superior health that will literally change your life. Because the, they're, no, they're not willing to go along. You had the less courageous people are starting to get courage now, it seems like. Too, there's too many people that know. And so do you think they're trying to cover their butt? Because that's what I think now is all their verbiage is now to cover their behinds so that it they can't get nailed in court. And so it'll look like it's just part of doing business. You know, it's not, this is, there's nothing here. I don't think it'll work. I think the, you know, when you look at the entire population of the United States, as public sentiment begins to shift, you know, the herd mentality can work against you or for you. And once the public sentiment shifts and goes against the, this uh, bogus narrative, that they've been fed, then it's going to be violent. It's going to be massive lawsuits. Yeah. It's going to be everybody. And then, and then the greed factor will work the other way. Everybody will start suing these people that did this and everybody's going to want to get a piece of the action and get some uh, relief, you know, because they've been harmed. Yep. Yeah. Let me see if I can get, get, to, get to some compelling data in New Mexico. This is a slide from, I scraped from the, Department of Health, and it shows the first row there. As you know, testing is a major scam, and it's a major yeah. part of how they carried out the fraud. And a, a COVID case isn't a case, it's a fraudulent, it's a false positive test is all it is, and the test is, is totally bogus, and we don't have time to elaborate on that. And then here's the CARES Act in New Mexico, paying out 171,000, you know, for every COVID admission. And so it, it goes without saying that the hospitals and others have a perverse financial incentive to uh, diagnose, 
as many patients as they can get away with uh, as having COVID because the payout is so huge. Yes. Yes. And then the third slide is uh, the pointing out that over 85% of uh, alleged COVID patients were very elderly, in hospice, terminally ill, unwell, and moribund, meaning just one foot in the grave. Uh, a lot of people like this slide. Uh, uh, I got this from Ivor Cummins in Ireland, but he's showing over the last, you know, 150 years, the impact of pandemics in terms of mortality, total killed. And like starting with the 1918 Spanish flu, you see it's a real high spike, 3,000 deaths per million. And then carrying all the way to today, which shows COVID-19 is not really being as severe as many of the other past pandemics. And, you know, when I look at this, this makes sense because this comes to the situation. But now we are talking about the protocols being BS. We're talking about them purposely because in the past they didn't. I mean, maybe, I mean, Spanish flu, there's a lot of evidence to show this was a depopulation back then too. I mean, I don't know, but where do you think you can go and where do you think people can go with this data? I mean, cause I know that their story, their narrative is completely unraveling, but do you think this is going to lead to the collapse of our hospital systems? Because in my opinion, nobody should trust these hospitals at all. Right. You're absolutely right. And the damage done to the reputation of the medical establishment, doctors, nurses, nobody should believe a thing any of them say ever again based on what they've participated in. And it might take decades for them to slowly build up trust again to where the general public, but every school-aged child should be taught what's happened and that do not trust authority. Uh, start out with a lack of trust and make them earn your trust. Exactly. So this slide I'm showing you, I scraped it from the NewMexicoHealth.org and it's a graph that just shows for, the, for March um, of 2020 to, uh, to March of 2021, the, the deaths as reported by the New, the New Mexico Department of Health. And the number above each bar is the deaths per uh, a week. And, and I think this is handy to see because it's not a lot of people. And remember, this, these numbers are fraudulent. They're exaggerated at least six-fold, as I've proven by reading every death certificate. So for all these people on this graph, I've read their death certificate. However, the trending that you see where in April, you see a rise in, in deaths. It's, it, it doesn't reach the level of pandemic. It doesn't reach the level of epidemic. It's what I would call an outbreak uh, for which unfortunately a small number of people succumbed to their symptoms, but it only lasted a three, four, five weeks there in the beginning of the year and then it was very uh, small amount of weekly deaths. Keeping in mind, you got to divide these numbers by 10, six to 10 to get the actual deaths. And then in October, late October, 
there was the seasonal resurgence and COVID is an upper respiratory, it's a seasonal virus, right? So it's upper respiratory. And every year at this time, deaths increase due to upper respiratory conditions. And that's what you're seeing here. What you're, what's important to point out is that this, these aren't the real numbers. You got to divide by 10. So you still, you're still seeing the seasonal curve. And, and the deaths dropping off to almost nothing by March of 2021. Now, the big question is, because we know that the vaccine is causing a, a lot of other deaths and other issues, and that is starting to grow. Are you, has any data that you've been able to get your hands on yet show that happening yet? You know, because we're seeing it in, in Scotland's the worst where they're showing a five times death rate of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. There are, yeah, I, I focused on the COVID deaths because there are so many pe good people, uh, way more qualified than myself to, who have come forward analyzing the vaccine data and mm -hmm. they've blown holes, as you know, they've blown massive holes into the, um, into the bogus narrative of it all you know, the claims that it's a, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated and all that's been mis disproven and, and, you know, the hospitals are full of the unvaccinated and, you know, you'd have to be an uh, absolute, have your head in the sand to believe any of that crap now. Well, I think that what we are going to end up needing to do is come up with what really the excess deaths are overall because of these vaccines. And we're starting to get some of those numbers but I would like some definite, definitive numbers. And I know the United States is so much harder to get those numbers than elsewhere, but I'm assuming going forward, you're going to end up having some of that. Yeah, I don't know if you, going. right. I don't know if you get Steve Kirsch's emails. Oh yeah, yeah. I published some of his reports and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So people and Alex Berenson and I create my own reports and stuff, but I think it would be really great once we get the definitive you know, because what you have is more definitive, and that's what I want. Right. I've got quantitative analysis of death certificates for 2020 in New Mexico. That's what I'm saying. That kind of, that holds up in court, and that's what we want. We want stuff where we can nail them in court, and there's, they just, it's a smoking gun. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, any state, all they got to do, all the, all they have to do is subpoena, um, the hospitals for patient charts of all the patients who they claim died of COVID and then assemble a team of medical experts, medical doctors and PAs and others, who, medical examiners, experts to audit a sampling of every COVID death. And in uh, you know less than a week, they'd have the quantitative definitive number as to the amount of exaggeration that occurred. Well, and that's what we need to do. We need the people who understand data analysis like you, because I think people get intimidated. And then as a whole team, people work together. Like you were saying, you get those doctors, you get those experts, and you guys all work together. And within a couple of weeks, we'll have definitive numbers. Right. And uh, if I might, uh, if you want to move forward to this slide I've got on the screen, and I apologize to your yeah, go ahead 
to your audience members that are audio only that because this isn't going to work for them but maybe they can find a way to uh, you know watch this in the video section but at, at the bottom of a death certificate there's um, a section called cause of death and most people haven't seen this and there's a part one and a part two part one there's there's specific instructions sequentially list conditions if any leading to the cause listed on line a enter the underlying cause which would be the disease or injury that initiated the events resulting in death last so there's four lines and so you start at the bottom uh, with the uh, the disease or injury uh, you know leading to the ultimate demise of the decedent so in this case this is a properly filled out a death certificate of someone who presented seven years ago with atherosclerotic coronary artery disease. So they had a chronic, you know, condition, a terminal condition, really. And then the third line is coronary artery thrombosis at five years. And then six days ago, the patient was admitted to the hospital uh, with a, a heart attack, acute myocardial infarction. And uh, unfortunately, they succumbed to that with a rupture of their myocardium, which was the final, uh, they call that the immediate cause of death. And then par uh, part two, it, they tell you to enter other significant conditions contributing to death, but not resulting in the underlying cause given in part one. And in this particular case, the, the decedent had diabetes, COPD, and they were a smoker. So some, so a researcher, or a public health uh, professional, whatever, could could come up, look at this death certificate five years from now, and it tells a story as to the events that led to their demise, and it would help with public health. Okay. Yep. And and so this is where the fraud occurred. Let me go to the next slide. Here's another uh, a death certificate that shows COVID on line C, the third line down. So whoever filled this out at 10, they, they uh, claim that at 10 days prior to death, the patient presented with uh, COVID-19 symptoms, and then also pneumonia, and then uh, ARDS at two days. And this is a probably a legitimate I'll call this a direct cause COVID death. So we'll put this in the bucket for COVID. We'll give them this one. We don't know. We didn't, we weren't there. We, we, we don't have the patient chart. Yep. We, don't we don't really know, but if anyone's legitimate, let's give them this one. This is probably a person who, who died from symptoms of an upper respiratory infection. And, you know, it, it, it should say viral pneumonia there, not pneumonia, because you have to, and there's a test for that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm belaboring this a little bit because this is where the fraud occurred. This is how they did it. The, the, mm -hmm. the people, the doctors and physician assistants and medical examiners who fill out the death certificates in the hospital or in the, in the nursing homes, they put COVID-19, a lot of them just put it on line A. <laughs> they just said, oh yeah, it's a COVID death. And they didn't even try to properly fill out the death certificate. It's just insane. Okay. All right. Now, this is probably the most important slide. 
this is these are actual death certificate. Uh, this is data from actual death certificates. And I want to point out on that first below that first bright yellow uh, highlighted area that says this record below looks like a legit direct cause COVID death. And as you can see, the decedent was 52 year old male. Uh, not a smoker. And they were marked by the hospital as having, you see their ICD U071 COVID-19 that they, this patient was marked as uh, yep. a COVID death. But look, they had, they had um, viral pneumonia. Uh, Chronic obstruction of pulmonary disease. Right. Unspecified dementia. This is a, this is viral pneumonia. Right, they had asphyxia and hypopoxemia. This person succumbed to uh, an upper respiratory, you know, illness, and they were younger, and you know, um, they had sepsis. So let's give the let's put this in the legit column. But now look at the next one down, underneath where the yellow where it says while this record is not. 96 year old. Oh, I see. I see the difference. Yeah. Okay. And so 96 year old female, she had dementia and COPD and was a smoker and she was 96. You know, the average age yeah. of death in the United States is about 80. So, you know, this lady, bless her heart, hopefully she had a real good life. And uh, this was her day to leave the planet, you know. So, but COVID had nothing to do with shortening this lady's lifespan. And so what I'm, the point I'm making in New Mexico and very likely every other state in the United States, five out of six death certificates marked COVID were like the one at the bottom of my screen. It's just elderly people dying when it's their time. It's, it's yeah, elderly and unwell. And a lot of people are yep. extreme, extremely obese. They go into the hospital. They're, they're not healthy people. They got COPD, you know, the usual people that die in their 60s, 50s, 60s, because they've just not taken care of themselves. They don't stand a chance against a, a bioweapon like COVID or, you know, even the, you know, the seasonal flu, they're going to, it's going to kill them, you know. That's exactly right. Well, if they, not necessarily because of those type of people, they the proper protocols, they would maybe make it because even these doctors who are taking 97 year olds there, these people are making it. Well, correct. And, you know, uh, human pathology is complex. And when a person dies, some, a lot of times the doctor doesn't even really know for sure what. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's a complicated story and you got to give credit to the medical people that have to deal with this. However, just, uh, just looking at this death certificate data, it, the story that it tells is quite pervasively, the evidence is pervasive that these death certificates were fraudulently codified with COVID, like this lady, this 96-year-old lady you see here. Yep. Oh, I guarantee you this lady, this 96-year-old lady, her her lifespan was not shortened in the least by COVID. Now, did you see anything that was really obviously fraudulent? Like somebody died of a motorcycle accident and they marked them as COVID? Yeah, you know, the CDC data is publicly available on their website. 
and there's a there's a data set that categorizes major under uh, major underlying conditions and i can email that to you and it's unbelievable uh and i'm surprised other people in the media haven't pointed this report out for example in new mexico in 2020 i think the number was 18 people who died of suicide all uh, their cause of death was covid oh geez so, so and then uh, yeah that's what i'm looking for so you know when you put a gun to your head and pull the trigger that's not covid and i can i can provide that report for you i might have some yeah money. that would be great because you have and how much how, what percentage is that because you know they they can fudge numbers all day long with one that looks like this where it's a 96 year old and those are obvious that they they would have died anyways but they can say well maybe a couple months earlier than they should have and they can, but when it comes to somebody who committed suicide or got into a motorcycle accident that is so fraudulent that it's i mean you can't that's laughable that's right and so you know it's quite clear that what they've done they've taken people that were going to die that day anyway from whatever their underlying condition was and and uh depending on the the narrative they were pushing and how many how bad they wanted to make it look for that day they stamp uh they stamp however many death certificates they need to to keep the narrative matching uh, their marching orders well they're doing this worldwide so it's pretty incredible how much they've been able to make this happen because it's not just the united states but when we look at the united states how much money has it cost the taxpayers because of their lies it, well it's 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 going to uh it's incalculable and it's going to lead to the destruction of america yeah it, it is and do you think that we we believe this is all part of the great reset do you think that destroying the united states is is their goal i mean when you look at this is it that obvious that that's what they're doing right so if you if you tear down all the institutions and create massive fear and confusion among the people they're going to clamor for any safety the government offers including uh digital money and the people uh will be promised uh you know uh, some bread and some safety and <clears throat> as long as they go along with the digital currency and that's going to be the final enslavement of humanity where uh if they want to turn off your money card and if you don't go if you don't do what they tell you you'll have no access to food or shelter or anything so these idiots that played along just so they can make a buck and kill people they're they're playing along with their own demise and their own enslavement and they're just too dumb to know the difference yeah and if you follow Catherine austin fitz you know she makes a point that um our own tax money is being used to enslave us yep so let me let me let me move along a little bit see if i can get some more interesting stuff out here i've got the definition of moribund here which i think is a useful term these are a person at the point of death uh on one's deathbed near death near the end at death's door so forth and so this graph here i know your uh, audio audience cannot see this i am i apologize but essentially it's two it's a two-line graph and the lower line would be the legitimate 
COVID deaths. These are people who were not moribund, who very likely uh, succumbed to the bioweapon known as COVID-19. The blue line is the fraud. That's the ginned up data. That's the numbers reported by the breathlessly on the nightly news and through the media, you know, to gin up fear in the people to keep the scam going. And as you can see, the lower line is uh, about equivalent to the seasonal flu in any given state, like a moderately bad flu season. In fact, as you know, the flu, the, 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 the influenza numbers were added to COVID to make COVID look worse. So you even have to, yep. the lower number, you even have to take out the average, like in New Mexico, about 250, 260 people die each year from influenza. So that even further reduces the legitimate direct cause COVID death numbers. And in New Mexico, the total deaths were so low compared to the 2 million population you can't even with a straight face say that New Mexico suffered a pandemic. It's not even an epidemic level. It doesn't match the definition of those numbers, even though they changed right. what a pandemic really is. They've lowered it. Yeah, but anybody even with their lowered right. if, numbers, if, if, it doesn't. That's matter. right. If words are going to be useful, you know, like pandemic means dead people in the street. If you know any one person you stop and talk to, they know of multiple people personally that succumbed to the plague or whatever it was. So in New Mexico, nothing rose to the level of pandemic or epidemic. All we had was in April, uh, what I would call an outbreak of upper respiratory illness, most likely caused by a poison, a spike protein uh, bioweapon that got introduced into the wild which affected a small number of people in New Mexico. And it's very likely when you take into account the hospital deaths and other factors, the bogus influenza data that was put added to COVID, that we're looking at about 300 COVID deaths in 2020 in New Mexico, legit COVID deaths out of 2 million people, 300 people. It's just all one big, scam and theater and this is how they did it this is proof that this is what they did now do we have time to do all this in the court i mean will our country even be around long enough to be able to prove this all in court or do we have to do something else i know you've thought a lot about this so i want your opinions on some of this yeah i don't know the answer to that my i i feel that uh, the, the worst times are uh, almost upon us that what we've seen so far has really just been a uh, warm up. But that's just my opinion. Uh, maybe it'll won't go that way. Maybe it'll turn and good goodness will prevail and will, uh, you know, well, Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab said that the economic collapse will make COVID look like a blip on the radar screen. And that's what that I think too. 10 countries in December yeah, I wrote an article about this. If you want to see more, it's called Will uh, the Economies Collapse in 2022? It's on my front page. But 10 
countries did a simulation the beginning of December of a worldwide economic collapse and what they should do. They, they base it on being a uh, cyber attack, right? Which starts it instead of just because of, I mean, I don't know what they had. That's what they based it on. That's their excuse. That's what's going to be their narrative. And if history shows, whenever there is a simulation by these guys, they did a COVID simulation, what, in October? And then it hit a few months later on the world stage. Now they did one in December and it's, when is that gonna hit? Is it gonna hit? But if history is an indication, right? Right. And if Klaus Schwab says that it's just a, makes COVID look like a blip, what does that mean? Right. Yeah, I, I understand. All I wanted to say was, uh, you may recognize this uh, former uh, senator, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen. But Minnesota guy. Yeah, he was one of the first. I've spoken to him. He's one of the first uh, sort of whistleblowers, and they tried to take away his medical license a bunch of times. And uh, a good, solid, you know, doctor. And so he he was on this, uh, obviously, ahead of me. So, and then you may remember this uh, came out. February. Well, this is February 2021. It was even sooner than yep. earlier than that. But, you know, this inflation of 1600%. So if the real deaths are 100, but they report 1000, you know, that's an exaggeration of 900%, right? So, um, or 1000%. So, um, what I tell people when they're looking at COVID death cases, hospitalization numbers put out by the media and the medical establishment, divide any of them by 10 and you'll get somewhere close to the reality, the real numbers. Well, and I'm gonna get back, I'm gonna get back. What do you, cause we can go through all this and, and I think this is great. These are details that will work in a court of law and do you have a website or anything that shows all this data? I'm going to real very soon. Now that it looks like the tide is turning, you know, every, most of what I've done in the last year has really been almost, I mean, people like you understand, but it, it's more, it's been mostly ignored. I know. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I'm sitting there going, okay, okay, let's see some stuff because I've seen so much of it. And I've been reporting on it for two years. But the regular people, I have been propagandized to such an extreme that they have no idea. And so your data is crucial, is critical to the mainstream, the average person, a normie, if you will. And I don't like necessarily using those words, but people who've been caught up in the matrix and this illusion, yours will really help them wake up. But for a lot of my listeners, they know this. And that's why I wanted to just show people the facts and this is all coming out, but if they want to see more data, they can go to your website. Right. And I'll, that'll be soon, very soon. So I'll have all that transmitted to you. And because I think now I'll, actually, I'll actually get an audience now. So. Yeah. Well, you probably would have gotten an audience before that. It's just, you're going to be attacked. Like I get 90 attacks a day on my website and I have some really good people that just keep it going and they're experts at dealing with all that stuff. But you would just get attacked all day long, like I would, and I am, but you probably still will be. So you have to be careful, but you have an IT background, so you'll probably know what to do. But this is critical information 
just to help wake people up. But people also need to be ready for what's coming, which we discussed is probably going to be even worse than this. Now, I know you've thought about this a lot. You're not giving yourself enough credit. I've talked to you on the phone. What do you think people, I mean, nobody knows, nobody's lived through this as to what to do. Your advice and your analysis, you've been analyzing this for over a year. You've been looking at every little detail. Your, your advice isn't going to be any worse than anyone else's, probably better because you're an analysis, you do analysis. This is what you do. And you've been looking at numbers and you've been reading and, and, and quantifying this. What do you think people should be ready for and what should they do? And remember, there isn't anyone in the world who's lived through this. So it's not like there's experts out there other than people like you who legitimately have the background and the expertise to at least give people something to go off of. Okay. So yeah, so that's a personal like question and everybody kind of has to face their situation with courage and stick close to those around you who care about you, you know, form close bonds with uh, family and friends closer than, you know, as close as you can. But, you know, as you know, people who are following truth now, they've lost a lot of their friends and their family. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so they're, uh, you know, they've drank the Kool-Aid. I, I don't know what our time problems are, but, you know, I want to show, I would like to show a couple minutes on excess deaths, if you've got the time. It's very quick, a couple more slides. I, yes, we can show that too, but I still want your opinion because you're, you don't want to give it. And well, I know that you have been thinking about this hard. Otherwise, you wouldn't be making this kind of effort to get this information out there. It's, it's compelled inside of you. You are doing everything you can to get this information out there. There's a reason why you're doing this. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Right. I would just make a call for people, the humanity of people, uh, both individually and collectively. And all that matters is love that we have for one another and facing evil and uncertainty with courage. Now, different people have different sort of levels of courage. So if, if a person doesn't think they have a lot of courage, well, but everybody can do something. Everybody can contribute something. They may not be a warrior that's going to pick up a, 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 you know, a weapon or what have you, uh, but evil is evil. And in this case, you know, uh, you and I are fighting this with information. You know, we're just part of that information stream uh, to try to keep the truth alive uh, in light of massive censorship and tyranny and uh, lies and, you know, propaganda and all of that. So I, I know um, yes. I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer your question, but. Um, That's fair. Well, go ahead and share what you have. Yeah. And I was just going to say those who survive the coming uh, tribulations, if you will, are going to look back on these years and they're going to be able to tell their their kids, grandkids, well, I fought the good fight and I didn't succumb to the mind control or I was under mind control, but I knew it and I dug down deep and I pulled myself out from, from the mind control. And it's kind of like the matrix, a blue pill, red pill, you know, allegory, whatever. 
and it's clearly that's what's going on. Yes, it is. But just just have have a belief in the fundamental. Everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, including these evil people that did this to us. That's exactly their people too. Right, and uh, they're nothing special. Right, and their day is their day is coming. <laughs> yes, it is. And there's a lot more a lot more of us than there are of them. A lot more of us than there are of them. There's only a few thousand, 3,000 or something of them, from what I understand. Okay, you have to reshare your screen to show this. Yeah, no problem. In a given state, in a given year, a certain number of people die from all causes, any and all causes. And, it, and those records are kept very accurately. And there's little to no opportunity for fraud when you take a total count of folks who have died on a given day uh, or in a given week, month, year. Where the fraud comes in is in the miscategorization of causes of death by people with agendas, with perverse financial incentives or otherwise, you know, a state doesn't want the embarrassment of a super high suicide rate. So they cook the books and they make the numbers lower or higher, whatever makes it look not so bad for them because they're supposedly responsible for, you know, public policy. How much does that actually happen? Quite a bit, huh? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Honesty in government is the exception by far. I mean, it's anybody who trusts the anything from the government is, uh, you know, completely misguided. They, they need to be shown there's no reason to trust government i'm sorry it's not nothing against people that work in government there's nice good people in government that's not my point but the the system is built on fraud it's it's based on that and it's something that you learn right by looking at it and it's you can't unlearn what you've learned over time right right okay so let me get into this excess death so i want to show you this uh, slide so the first number at the top is 2020 all-cause deaths, and this this is a very accurate data um, that came. Uh, it's not CDC data that came from the state, and it's very accurate. So, 22,741 out of two million people died in 2020. Well, the prior year, 19,537 all-cause deaths. So if you're trying to study disease and the impact of, of disease on, on mortality, you look at the whole equation, you look at everybody who's died. And if you subtract those two numbers, the increase from the 2019 to 2020 was 3,204. And the governor of New Mexico claims roughly about 3,000 COVID deaths. And on the face of it, there, He's saying, well, look, here's 3,000 excess deaths, and we're saying COVID killed 3,000. So there's your excess deaths. This is, these are people who would still be alive today if it weren't for this horrible thing that happened that caused us to have to lock down society and imprison, you know, enslave humanity and all the crap they've done to ruin people's lives, make poor people poorer, destroy children psychologically and all the rest. Okay, well, let's even take this farther. Okay, you have 
only 3,200 here, right? Now of that 3,200 excess deaths, which is what they would look at, how many of that 3,200 are excess deaths because people died from sh crappy protocols? Well, that's how it. much is that's... the excess deaths really? Right. So that's in here. Go let ahead. Me go down. Right. Let me go down this. Oh, that's in there. Okay. Okay. Keep yeah. going. So the first, the first line item is called. Uh, I want to. I'm doing a like a. Let's say you're reconciling your checkbook and you're comparing your, your check, uh, your register okay. with the bank statement. That's what we're doing here. We're trying to account for the 3,204 excess deaths. The first thing I would say is that chronic diseases like cancers and heart disease between these two years increased by 720. So you, you, have, to, you, have, to, you have to subtract that out because to, to come to the true excess deaths because there was an increase in chronic diseases that had nothing to do with COVID probably. Perfect. This is exactly what I'm looking for. This is exactly what people need to do. Because this is what I came right. up with last year. And then you went and put numbers behind it. You got listeners, this is absolutely exactly right. Keep going. Right. And so the next one is is my my calculation of COVID deaths based on reading death certificates. I'm saying about 500 conservatively about 500 death certificates could be interpreted as a legit direct cause COVID death. So that's that's 500 that we're taking away from the 3,200. Then we go down to what I call death by hospital of 450. And once again, I don't have the data. I have circumstance. I, if they won't give you the data, you kind of have to work backwards into a number based on the what you can get a hold of, and then you kind of have a margin of error, you know, that you have to always keep in mind that you know you don't have the exact data because the the criminals won't give it to you. So yep. death by hospital would be uh, remdesivir treatments and suffocating them on a ventilator with uh, heavy. Uh, sedatives and their lungs fill with liquid and they uh you know uh, their death is blamed their death is blamed on covid when uh, they were murdered by the protocol and the people administering the protocol so there's 450 and then the next item is increases in deaths of despair so um which would be suicide uh drug overdose and uh, alcohol poisoning from uh, alcoholism New Mexico has horrifically bad deaths of despair, and they've increased by double digits every year in the last, I don't know how many years. It's a, it's a huge problem, as you know, nationwide. Well, due to all of the, the crap the government did in 2020 to shut down the economy and put people unemployed and the poor get poorer, the, the deaths of despair increased by and this is a reasonable figure I estimate here of 700. And so these people, these 700 souls, had they not locked down society, these people would not have died. They wouldn't have overdosed. They wouldn't have committed suicide, drank themselves to death, whatever, Yeah. out of 2 million. This is real. Yeah. And then the next thing would be uh, subtracting a reasonable number of 300 people who died because of neglected medical treatments, meaning 
you know, they shut down these hospitals to anything but COVID. And so people that needed certain cancer treatments or other kinds of treatments, because they couldn't get into the doctor, they eventually, that, that hastened their demise. And I'm putting that number at uh, 300. Remember, out of 2 million people, these are really small numbers. The next, yeah. right, the next one would be influenza deaths miscategorized. So about 300 people that normally would be in the influenza, death by influenza category, got miscategorized as COVID. So you gotta, you gotta uh, subtract that. Well, Tom Rentz tells me that they stopped doing typical flu protocols. And so you have to almost look at what the flu the flu number, people died by flu who would in a normal year would not have died because they stopped doing the, the flu protocols. But that's real. Right. So I don't know what that number is, but that's big. Yeah. And I've worked real closely with Tom in uh, late last year, early this year about all of this. And then moving right along to the next category would be, um, there was a little bit of a population increase uh, that you have to factor in 250 people because the population changed uh, between these two years we're studying. And then the next thing is, yep. the next thing is the impact of isolation and loneliness. And this is what gets me shook up mm -hmm. is, is the governor forcing these poor people, these elderly people into isolation for no reason. There's no, there was no reason for these ex ridiculous germ protocols with all the plastic and all the isolation wards and no visitors. All, none of that was necessary. Uh, and can you imagine, you know, you're an elderly person and you're in uh, extent, uh, extended care facility and now they, they wheel you into a room by yourself and you can't see anybody for months? They don't even do that to prisoners. I mean, right. prisoners, they, you know, in isolation, they know what that causes people. Yeah, there's a, and they did this to elderly people for months. There's a new term. They, I know. Right, there's a new term. I think they call it medical kidnapping where, you know, and these poor people, if you were that person and, and now what little happiness you've got in your remaining time on this earth, you're, they put you into isolation. And, you know, you would just out of despair, you would give up and you would, die well because they're kind of fragile anyways right their whole life revolves around seeing uh, people they love and then they did that to them right okay and then um the final thing is um you know the murder rate in new mexico is really high and a uh, 10 percent increase in the murder rate is about 45 people so you once again uh it's hard to get the data. They, they delay it for about a year, um, but a reasonable estimation of the increase in murder rate due to the stress of the events of 2020 put on people, I'm saying 45 people um, would still be here today had they not you know, been murdered by somebody who just yep. at the end of their rope, you know, whatever. And, it, and you do the math and you yep. basically you're coming out to reconciling the increases in death and the governor who's claiming 3000 COVID deaths for 2020 doesn't have a leg to stand on when you and that, analyze it in this way. The best case scenario is give them about 500 
you know, I'll give them about 500 legit COVID deaths based on the data that I have, not 3,000. And then let me, let's move to this. Uh, this is a chart showing all cause deaths for the last four years in New Mexico. And I would ask anybody who looks at this graph, does it look to you like there's a pandemic in 2020? That's exactly right. There isn't. And they created all these problems. And that's what your chart, and whether it's wrong a little bit, it doesn't matter. It shows that they created these issues. And just what Tom says about the extra flu, they stopped doing the normal flu protocols. So all those extra people died. They isolated elderly. And so these people died. They created a mental health crisis. So those people died. Now we're talking about vaccine problems too. So, and now they're going to try to claim all that's on this pandemic. It's really just vaccine mRNA damage. So we, this is very clear what's going on to us. Cause we, we've seen the data, we've analyzed the data. We, it, I feel like I am breathing the data over the last two years. So to me, it's obvious to the, to the, vast majority of people is not obvious yet and they need to wake up but once they wake up their game is over and so this is a war of trying to keep them from waking up before they can inflict even more damage on us which is what's coming yes that's correct and um, so i've demonstrated with the data that there were no excess deaths in new mexico other than the 500 which i'll concede um, probably 300 of those 500 were legitimate uh, people whose lifespans were shortened by symptoms from the bioweapon. And then I've got a lot more, but I'm, I'm just going to move. I know time's uh, tough. So um, I, I do a bit here on death by hospital and stories of nurses, which we've already talked a bit about, um, just due to absolute um, incompetence in the hospital people died uh, on the floor. This is a story from a nurse who uh, they weren't keeping an eye on the patient and um, he went to the bathroom and he collapsed in the bathroom and died on the floor of the bathroom. Well, now they have people dying in the ER because they can't get to them. I just did an article on this and it's starting to really pop everywhere. They can't get to them because they fired so many people who didn't get the jab now they don't have enough workers. So all these people are just dying in the ER waiting to be seen. Right. These idiots. You know, we have a lot of geniuses in our government. And this, this, the point is, is that if you see what's going on, you got to stop it. You know, they're, they're legitimate idiots, but most of them are doing this on purpose now. And you got to do your part to stop this, period. Oh, you know, here's the data that I mentioned a minute ago about, you asked about how do you determine how many people died of what disease category? This is CDC data that everybody can get, but nobody's put it in a structured group, formatted, sort, sorted, paginated report like I have that I'm aware of. And I will point out to you in the upper left corner, do you see... Um, the category called circulatory diseases, cardiac arrest, and then by age, yes. by, yeah, by age group. And so these are 152 people who died of a heart attack, but their death certificate was marked COVID. That's, yes. 
that's the people who died of suicide or got in a car accident and died of COVID. This is what we're going to see a lot more of with the vaccine injury. We're going to see people dying of heart attacks, strokes, um, and different, you know, blood clots, all sorts of things because of the mRNA shot. Right. I mean, we're saying the quiet part out loud on your show. And in the lower left corner, look here, 18 suicides in New Mexico in 2020. Do you see they call it intentional and unintentional injury, poisoning, and other adverse events? So here's 18 people who died of suicide and were marked as COVID. Yeah. How much money did they get for each person that died? Well, the money came from multiple sources, government programs such as uh, CARES Act, and then Medicare had massive amounts of money uh, for every COVID admission in New Mexico. It was uh, $171,000. And then, you know, if you vented them, that was another 30 grand. And, you know, if you gave them remdesivir, you got a 20% bonus on the entire ticket, <laughs> you know. So it goes on. It's very, that's a very deep, uh, I think AJ uh, that you, uh, that we spoke about earlier uh, has a lot of that. And then look here in the upper right corner, you got all these people, 169 people who died of dementia, but they got tagged as COVID deaths. And, and this is, this is CDC data. This is just publicly available data. And this is what I call upcoding you know, where they, um, they get paid more for COVID. So they turned them into a COVID patient when COVID had nothing to do with their demise. And I have a lot of other stuff. So, you know, uh, and people can go to your website to see this. They will be able to, and I can, I think I've emailed you this. Uh, okay. Excellent. This is really great. Yeah. I'll just finish with this slide. Uh, the summary of this, uh, analysis is, um, for, for COVID summary for New Mexico for 2020, societal containment lockdown measures have been needlessly applied, had little to no benefit and have had crippling societal effects and is the greatest public health screw up in history. COVID-19 deaths have been exaggerated approximately 600%. In New Mexico for 2020, the Department of Health claims about 3,000 COVID-19 deaths. The actual number is closer to 500. Excess deaths in New Mexico compared to 2020 compared to 2019 attributable, attributable to lockdown measures are approximately 1,500, which means the lockdowns killed three times more than the COVID killed the effects of the lockdowns. And it, cre yep. it created untold hum needless human misery and suffering, a generation of children essentially sacrificed for no valid reason. Uh, in terms of illness and death, the actual SARS-CoV-2 outbreak in 2020 in New Mexico was on par with an average seasonal flu season. The governor ordered emergency directives and lockdown measures not justified by the data. That's a massive crime there. And ensuing vaccine hysteria has already injured thousands and killed dozens in New Mexico. Government, big business, and big pharma have profited immensely from this criminal racketeering scam. The poor have become poorer. The middle class and small businesses have been squeezed further into oblivion. 
corporate fascism appears poised to completely wipe out individual freedom and liberty. That's a really great summary. And I just really appreciate what you did. And I hope you become a little bit more public and vocal. I think having your website will be helpful. I think having people like you who can analyze the data and construct things for attorneys so we can take these people down and not for just attorneys, but for the regular people out there so they can start understanding what's really going on and they can stop being manipulated because if we don't stop these people from being manipulated, we're going to have so much more death and construct and destruction. Right. Will you have, you don't know what your website's going to be yet. So you're just going to send that to me. Hopefully if you do that today, I can get that um, at least a link up and then you can work on it and we can go from there. But thank you so much, Bobby, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for your time.